Blog Talk Radio. Healing Paradigms present. My name is Reverend Arlene Cahet, and I am your host. And today we are going to talk about going beyond human suffering. Now, 
before we get started, what I'm going to do is get us prayed in. And the person who is responsible for singing this prayer uh, prayer is Thomas Shalar Walker. And if any of the music that you've heard that I say that is specifically about him um, and you find that you like it, please feel free to friend him on Facebook. Um, and let him and let him know uh, what you think of his music. And he is also going to be coming out pretty soon with his own album. Now, let us go ahead and get ourselves prayed in. Oh, and just so you know, it is in Aramaic. So you know, if it doesn't sound like uh, the English version, that is the reason why. Oh. Dabish Maya Do 
Okay, so tonight I was I am going to talk about going beyond pain suffering. And so, ladies and gentlemen, originally when I came up with this idea, um, I was going to call it uh, lip service, or I actually did call it lip service, um, because one of the things that I have noticed, especially in my practice, is that oftentimes when people come to me for um, consultations and things of that nature, they oftentimes, you know, are really not wanting to hear what it is that I have to say. Now, that doesn't, that's not the case for everybody who has a reading with me. There are some people who have very positive readings and they've been doing doing whatever whatever spiritual practices and spiritual work that they need to do and they just need a little bit of guidance to move them along the path. But then there are other people who are asking me questions about their love life and their romantic life and things of that nature and how is that going 
And a lot of times they are wanting me, you know, I can see or I'm, you know, with the uh, with the insight that I have, I can see that the relationship is not necessarily going to be the best for them. However, when I share that information with them, uh, you know, they, you know, they tend to do what it is that they want to do. So I've actually had decided to stop um, at least giving information about relationships because, uh, when, you know, people tend to do what it is that they want to do. And what I say really does not have an impact. And so what tends to happen is <clears throat> in the past, they will go down this go down this stream of of uh, you know of doing what it is that they want to do, and when it blows up in their faces, they come back to me, and they're crying and things of that nature. And it's very difficult for me to actually have sympathy um, because. I had explained it to them before, and it, it, it's difficult for me to participate participate in the what I call no sense because it makes no sense to me. Um, and, and a lot of times, you know, the patterns of the relationships that they have um, keep repeating over and over again, and it really does have to do with the internal work in order to have what it is that a person actually desires. Um, and when I say internal work, that really just means it just getting to understand yourself better, understanding where the pattern is coming from, and then start breaking the patterns and, and going in a different direction so that you can have, you know, the great love or the great experience that you're having. So, you know, and I guess there was a part of me that was really kind of wondering, like, you know, this is a, this wasn't actually computing with me. But here's the thing. Um, not only, I, you know, I'm, I'm talking about clients, but this, I'm also speaking of myself as well, because I know that there are places where I know that I can, you know, use some improvement. And there is a part of me that constantly is working towards um, being better. And, you know, and I recognize where my flaws and my frailties are and my patterns. And there's a there's a part of me that, that continues to work on those things. But I, I admit to actually falling short and not quite understanding uh, or not exactly understanding why it was that I kept falling into these patterns. So I had discussed this with my husband, and my husband can be a very, you know, very intimate and spiritually adept uh, individual. And I, you know, I was saying, you know, what is it that causes human beings to to fall into this trap of suffering. It's it's almost as if they're addicted to it. Um, and I was relaying to him that I had actually watched a video by Gannel Grills. And what he was saying was that they, they he gave a scenario where there was this young woman who had been actually possessed by a demon. And, you know, in this in her possession, it really was through no fault of her own. She was actually a victim of it. However, she she had come to him, 
and and said, you know, you know, I I want you to help me to release this this um, you know to get rid of this demon. You know, I can't continue living like this. Blah blah blah. And he says, are, are you sure about that? Because it's not going to be an easy process. It's not going to it's not going to be something that's you know a simple quick fix. You know, you know when we go down this road, you you know you have to be absolutely certain. And what happened as a result? They went through with it. Um, however, there was a great deal of resistance from the entity that had actually taken possession of her. Uh, and he, and uh, apparently, uh, she, she broke out of the. She, she was being restrained, and she broke out of the restraint. The person broke away from the person who was restraining her, and went. Uh, into the bathroom and started vomiting and throwing up and cursing him out and things of that nature and and saying rather a whole bunch of vile things. Well, <clears throat> one of the things, um, you know, she never uh, apparently went through with uh, getting that being um, out of her. And there was something that he said that really had a profound effect on me. He said that he and he was specifically talking to her, but I think that, you know, he's talking to anybody who finds themselves in a particular pattern. He said, you know, when you know what the problem is and you continue and you you know of a way to solve it and you make no attempt to remedy that situation, you are being complicit with your suffering. And when I heard that, I was like, I just had a, like, boom, like, aha moment, like, wow, that makes so much sense. How many times have we as human beings have done that? So when I asked my husband about it, um, he he explained something that made a lot of sense. And I'm going to I'm going to use an analogy uh after I I talk about what it is that he shared with me. And what he said was, you know, human beings you know this this world that we're living in it's is built on resistance it, you know he was he says you know the one of the few animals that goes against the current to get to the goal that they need to get to is the salmon, and that is what human beings are experiencing here on the planet. To get to where it is that they need to get to, they have to they have to do work, and there is a great deal of resistance that is met up when you when you are reaching for a goal or reaching for some type of spiritual attainment, or it, it, or it doesn't really matter what area of you know, your life that you are looking to improve. 
So, you know, you just have to think of it as just the very nature of this world that that there is it, there is sort of a, a built-in system for resistance. And it is about charging your way through that resistance in order to get what it is that you want. So here's what I know, um, or here's what my experience has taught me. Um, now, I'm going to be very transparent right here, and and I will say that, you know, I did what would be considered uh, a negative prayer. And at the time when I was doing it, I did not realize <laughs> what I was doing. Um, you know, it was it was sort of automatic and wrote, and I, you know, I did not realize it, realize what I was doing. But um, I was silently praying um, for the demise of another human being, and what happened was it looked like the individual that it looked like the way this prayer was going to come to fruition is that they would get caught up in an accident. And I think by the top, second time that they mentioned that they had almost gotten into an accident, I, I had to, you know, take a step back like, what am I doing? You know, because I, I really don't want to, I really did not want to be responsible for another person's death. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you can do what 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 are considered negative prayers. I seriously wouldn't recommend it um, because doing a negative prayer or walking the left-handed path um, actually causes a great deal of negative karma to come upon me. And one of the things that um, I, I'm, I, you know, I recognized through that experience was, um, I, my life went through a major transition, and everything that I thought I knew crumbled and fall. Just like, like for instance, an exploding building. It, you know, it takes nothing but a millisecond for a building to crash down to the ground, but in order to build it up, it takes months, maybe even years, for that building to be constructed. And why am I sharing this with you? Because I'm sharing this and using this particular analogy is because spiritual, um, spiritual growth enlightenment, things of that nature, actually take time. It takes, you know, now there are things that you can do in order to ease that and make it a little bit easier for for you along your path. However, even those even those places that either have a cost or those beings that would be able to assist you 
are going to hold out and see what it is that you do to see to make sure that that you are seriously serious about about the change that you are petitioning to make. So, with that in mind, you know, to go beyond human suffering is going to take some effort. Going beyond human suffering is going to take effort. But if you put in the time to make those changes that you are desiring to make, it will happen. It absolutely will happen if you put in the time and if you are seriously serious. You know, you no longer have to be complicit in your own suffering. You don't have to suffer. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take um, a commercial break and then we are going to follow it up with a song. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays, it's Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Moore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Kahnett and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigms with Reverend Arlene Cahet, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing the mind, body, and soul. I'm 
And we're back. And so, yeah, um, I guess the, you know, when I decided to play that song, I thought it was a kind of apropos considering where I began this conversation. Um, and so here's the thing that um, the, the end because the heart tends to want what it wants. And, not, and here's the thing. One of the things that I've learned is that when you – began to trust that the universe is always conspiring for your good, that, you know, especially if the person 
know the person is not necessarily treating you well, the or the person does not necessarily want you, and you are finding yourself in that state of of unrequited love. Uh, that just simply means that there's somebody that is far more suited to you and that what is required is for you to go ahead and do the work that's required to to understand you and do you know, do better by you and let your focus be you and be your own great love. Now, I will say, um, let, let's just, like push that aside in terms of talking about relationship and and just talking about um, breaking ourselves out of the cycle of human suffering. So, you know, one of the things or one of the tools, the spiritual tools, and, and mind you, the majority of these spiritual tools that I'm talking about, they are they are free. Uh, all you have to do is do your own research in order to in order to start uh, start whatever evolutionary changes that you are looking to make. Um, but one of the things that uh, an individual can do is start the process of meditating or some type of spiritual practice, uh, especially in the morning and setting and setting up your day. Now, mind you, there are times when I know that a person experiences uh, resistance with that. And when I talk about meditation, just for just in case, you know, there are some people who don't know what that is. That is getting your mind to just slow down enough uh, in order for you to to tap into infinite, the, you know, infinite um, resource of creation and, um, I, you know, it, it has many names, but tap into the very inner you um, so that so that you can begin to develop a place or a pattern of what I call homeostasis where despite what may occur during your day, you're not nearly as ruffled as you are. I mean, and this is just one mechanism and one tool. Um, And there are several different traditions that, that actually that actually have different modes of operation in order to make that happen. So meditation is one way. Um, I know that um, chanting is another way, and there are some, some there are some chants that can be specific to a particular concern that you may have. Um, um, I one of the in the Nichiren um, Buddhist. Tradition. One of the one of the chants of Namyoho Rengekyo um, is a chant that that helps with a person's karma and it actually puts them in a place in a playing field of actually being in a state of homeostasis um, where they begin to overcome whatever whatever their natural potency may be and get them to a higher level so that they're able to draw in the experiences that they're really looking to have. Now, and mind you, I, I'm i not 
I'm not suggesting that anybody converts over to Buddhism, but I just want people to understand that there are things, there are spiritual tools out here um, that can assist along with your progress to get it to the place of where you want to be and go beyond human suffering. Um, And so um, another thing that an individual can do is to pray. Um, The difference with praying and meditation is that you are making you are tapping into infinite intelligence and just simply stating what it is that you are desiring to experience or actually stating what it is that you are looking to do for another person. Um, it is it is uh, actually encouraged that that you actually not only pray for your for yourself but to pray for other people and it actually adds to uh an energy of creating blessings in your life um so that you know that you don't have to continue living a life of suffering now what i am going to do is take a brief break again, and I will be back with some more ideas about how a person can go beyond human suffering.
and we're back. So, um, as I was saying earlier, so there are things that people can do to go beyond suffering. And one of the first things that I mentioned is meditation. Number two, this prayer is chanting. Now, and understand if there are chants that run gamut, and I know that you know, is one of those chants that seems to come up in new places, specifically for um, if if all of this to do is just an evil of what it is that what it is that as much as you should think of it as a cultivation of relationship. 
because here Hindu understanding of what um, a god is is the the word that they use is deva, and deva means shiny light being, and so these devas, these light beings, have the ability to assist you along your path. You know, whether or not it's one of the Orishas or whether or not it's from the Hindu tradition or the Kinetic tradition or any particular tradition because there there are, you know, the Greek tradition, yes, they are real. They are not, you know, they are not stories of myth or let's just put it this way. The, the things that we have been thought of to be myth are actually there is actually some truth to the stories that have been told about them. And what's really interesting about all of them is that they do actually have um, personalities. They actually have lives outside of our experience. Um, And they can, when you begin to develop a relationship with these light, shiny beings, these devas, they can assist you along your path, especially if they know that and they've seen within you um, the the strong desire to change. And here's um, here's one of the things that you should be mindful of is that if after a period of about, um, I'd say about, I'm, I'm going to say two months, if you work with a being, um, they are going to either, for their own reasons, give you a yay or a nay as to whether or not they are willing to work with you or not um, by either answering what it is that you are asking for or or they're going to give it to you or if they're not. Now, one of the things that that the gods tend to look at or these deities, these shiny light beings tend to look at is when they look at you, they can see how much karma that you have and they will make a determination um, based upon what it is that they see on whether or not to assist you. So, so in and with that, you know, with that in mind, understand that they can be a part of assisting you, and that, and they can actually um, be a part of when they see that you are committed to your spiritual practice, um, and and show that you are willing to walk a path that's independent of the. I guess you could say sense of programming and slavery that this earth plane has put human needs in, they will assist you. Because the truth is, you have the potentiality of actually being a shiny light being, <laughs> for a lack of a better term, uh, that you have the potential of rising to um to a higher level of living, a higher level of being, um, and not be not 
it into get out of this cycle of constant reincarnation onto this physical plane. Now, and one of the other things that I've been informed of is that when you begin to develop a relationship with with the, the gods, with these uh, what I would prefer to call ascended masters, um, because many of them have actually lived on, some of them have actually lived on the earth plane, and they've ascended. Um, Kuan Yin being one of them, Metatron being another. Um, these are these are beings, angels, things of that nature that have that have evolved to a point where they no longer have to reincarnate here on the earth, and they are living their own lives and doing and doing the work that the source of creation would have them do to assist beings or to hope hold up in, I guess you could say, the administrators to certain aspects of the universe and be in that place of handling um, the universal forces out there in, uh, in the in the universe. So it would, I would say, you know, again, source was the one that created them. Now, just like human beings, many of them actually do have their own personalities, and you need to be cognizant of that when you go to petition um, a petition um, one of these light shiny beings, because they can they can, you know, towards push you towards your own growth. And understand that the reason why it may take a little bit of time in order to get any type of response out of them is because they view us um, as lower beings. And the reason being is that, you know, because of the state of human suffering here on the planet. Um, you know, a lot of us are, you know, a lot of the beings here on the planet can, you know, act in ways that are uninvolved, they're killing each other, we're polluting the planet. We um, pollute our own bodies. We don't do what is necessary in order to be in alignment with our own involvement to relieve our own suffering. So, you know, there will be or there can be some resistance on their part because really there's there is a sort of a level of show me. Um, and mind you, um, um, understand that that also for those who would probably have a problem with petitioning um, a a god to assist them in their in their path. Understand that. We are all one. There are actually places within our spiritual system and within our bodies that actually house, that are actually housed where these beings live, these deities, these gods. These gods actually reside within the body and they are responsible for certain body functions within the body. And so when you are when you are experiencing some type of illness that is associated with the body, then what is actually
actually happening is that one of those, you know, one of those beings, um, one of those gods has actually left. So there is a part of those divine, those entities or those deities that actually reside within us and they're outside of us. We are all one. We are all interconnected. There is a web of connectivity to us, to every living, breathing thing on the planet, every living, breathing entity uh, out in the universe, there there is a connectivity. And because there is a connectivity, they they hear us. When you begin to petition them, it's almost, think of it as, um, you know, I guess you could say the two-year-old that comes up to you and say, um, you know, mommy, daddy, I, I need, I need $10,000 and I need it now. And so when you're petitioning the gods and they look at you and you're making a petition, um, that is almost the equivalent of, uh, of how they view us. But, um, they, there are there are those beings that are willing to assist a human being on their journey uh, in order for them to evolve. And they, one of the things that they can be responsible for doing is bringing more enlightenment, uh, bringing more teachings, bringing more clarity to what it is uh, that, you know, bringing more clarity to what it is that you're doing, especially if that particular being is actually responsible or if there's certain, I guess you could say, spiritual aspects that many of them may have. And they will bring that into your into your life experience. Okay, so that is pretty much it for this evening. And I am going to go ahead and close this out by playing the Anabakola prayer. It is a Kabbalist prayer. And again, this particular prayer is by is this particular rendition is um done by Thomas Shalar Walker. And again, if you are interested in any of his music, please go ahead and basically print him on Facebook and let him know that you heard about him on Healing Paradigm. And that um and you can find out, and he will provide you with some more details about when it is that he's coming out with his album. So love, peace, and blessings to you, everyone. And you all have a lovely, lovely evening. Take a to me, God, to sing, God,
Lalam Vahe.